Hi friends, my name is Amina Mejdoubi and you are listening to Unpacking with Mina. This podcast is a safe space where we discuss different topics and explore together our world by dissecting various issues that pertain to the human experience so we can understand ourselves and live fully in a raw and authentic way. So buckle up for a fun ride. Hi friends, welcome back to another episode of Unpacking with Mina with Amina Majdoubi. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I hope that this episode finds you healthy and most importantly, happy. Today we're going to talk about a topic that your mom probably talks to you about all the time and that is sleep. We're going to talk about the importance of getting quality sleep and how getting less sleep can affect our physical and mental health. And then we're going to talk about the different things that we can do to get quality sleep every single night. So let's get started. The reason I wanted to talk about this is because I read an article recently that mentioned that people have gotten, have started to get less sleep in the last couple of years, way less hours during the night. And also their quality, the quality of their sleep is decreasing. Now, the why could be, you know, the, the reasons why this is happening is it could be a lot of different things. But I assume that it has a lot to do with the lifestyle that we have. And it's just so busy and it's nonstop. Also, maybe social media, the fact that people are glued to their phones 24-7, that also has an effect on our sleep at night. But let's talk about what happens to our bodies when we get less sleep. Sleep actually boosts our immune system. And so that's why our bodies need seven to eight hours of sleep a day. Seven to eight hours is ideal. Of course, it depends on the person, their lifestyle, and what they do during the day, what they don't do. We all have different lives. But seven hours is an ideal number of hours to get good quality sleep. However, there's a catch. I want you to think of two people, like for example, one person sleeps seven hours a day, a night, and the other person sleeps five hours a night. But the person who sleeps five hours a night gets actually good quality sleep, good quality deep sleep. And the person who sleeps seven hours a night doesn't really get into that deep sleep. And so the person that gets five hours a night actually ends up having more energy and being more rested than the person who gets seven hours a night. So even though we say that seven hours a night is ideal, it is actually, um, that's up for debate because yes, you might be in your bed for seven hours, but are you really getting good, deep quality sleep or just laying there? And I'm going to talk about how I actually became obsessed with the idea of sleep and the science of sleep in a little bit. So I said that sleep can boost our immune system because uh, our immune cells and proteins get the rest they need when we sleep really well to fight off whatever viruses that are trying to attack our system. Think cold or flu. Most people think that cold or flu, that we get it because, I don't know, like we touch surfaces and whatnot, which is true. Yes, there are viruses and germs there. But it's mostly a response of how exhausted our bodies are. A lot of teachers, and I am an educator, 
a lot of teachers get flu year round literally like there's always someone sick with the flu or cold and that could be for a plethora of reasons but the number one reason is fatigue and our bodies sometimes just get too tired to fight off those viruses and so one way we can help our bodies fight off any virus is getting quality sleep now i'm not saying that we can fight off covid with quality sleep okay please no but you will never your body will never not benefit from good sleep basically it's strong i'm trying to say um getting a good night of sleep consistently can actually help prevent weight gain how so when we don't get enough sleep our bodies produce this hormone called ghrelin and that is the hormone that boosts our appetite so when we don't get enough sleep we are more likely to reach for the junk food we are more likely to reach for whatever is easier that we can get a hold of because we're too tired to even cook but also because our bodies produce uh, the ghrelin hormone which tells us that we're hungry even though we're not and our bodies decreases the production of leptin which is the hormone that tells our brain that we're actually full and so it's a constant uh cycle of just overeating because your body is literally just confused from lack of sleep and i want you to imagine if someone has very very poor sleeping habits how that looks like in their life every single day like when i don't get enough sleep i can tell that i'm a mess it affects every single aspect of my life and um one thing that you know i i feel like gets affected by is the the things i eat that day um i just get so irritated i want to grab the just the worst foods ever that are not doing anything great for my body or nourishing my body just so i can eat so i don't die basically which is terrible um good sleep is awesome for our heart health so just like our immune system our heart needs rest in order to function properly and in a powerful way i want you to think of our bodies as a machine if you don't turn off a certain machine at some point it's just going to stop and quite literally that's our bodies our bodies could stop from overworking and from uh lack of sleep because we're not resetting them we are not pausing our body and we're not allowing our bodies to get the rest it needs to carry on and to continue doing all the functions it does uh powerfully so basically when we go to sleep our heart goes to sleep as well um in my religion we say that sleep is the brother of death and it just means that when we sleep we're basically dead and when we wake up that's just another chance for life you know that we have um there are many 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 research about how sleep can affect um people's hearts sleep deprivation according to harvard health sleep deprivation heightens the risk of heart attacks in one study people sleeping less than 6 hours per night had a 20% higher chance of heart attack also the lack of sleep can and is one of the reasons 
accidents do happen a lot of accidents happen not because people are under the influence or anything but because they have had less sleep and especially when 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 you have been driving for so long you just get into that autopilot mode and you forget that you're sleeping and so imagine if you add being sleepy to it and being fatigued to it it's a recipe for disaster sleeping can increase productivity i mean i feel like you you all know that but if, just think of a day when you sleep really really well and you go to work you're more likely to be super productive than a day when you're just dragging yourself um a good night's rest and sleep has an adverse effect uh work or school there is a study that was done in um Nicaragua they found out that over 2000 women found that poor sleep was linked to slower walking lower grip strength and greater difficulty performing independent activities and i believe that and I, i don't think this is a woman issue this is just a human being issue you know that when you sleep less hours and when you don't get good quality sleep it does affect the way you perform a certain task um and i can't help but think of mothers new new mothers who get very minimal sleep they truly are delirious they truly are delirious i was once talking to my sister after she had her baby and she was so exhausted her boob was outside of her shirt like it was out and it was like hey your boob is outside of your shirt and she was so sleepy and exhausted she was like oh my god i'm i didn't even realize that like she's always in a state of like breastfeeding that she didn't even realize her boob was outside of her shirt and i was just like oh my god like that's absolutely insane did you not feel a breeze on your boob i don't know but but i i believe that lack of sleep would do that to you for sure uh poor sleep is linked to depression actually and this one is hard because because when you're depressed you have a hard time sleeping and then when you're when you're not sleeping you get even into more depression and so it's just a cycle um it's been estimated that 90 people 90% of people with depression complain about sleep quality and that they are not able to sleep and so this I can't give any advice about that because I'm not a doctor but if you have any form of mental health issues please ask for help like it's not it's not never not cool to ask for help it's never you're never too busy to ask for help you're never too good to ask for help you're never too sad to ask for help just tell somebody and get the help that you need this this is beyond a podcast you know um one interesting fact i found about lack of sleep is that it it is linked to increased inflammation in our body um again according to harvard health sleep can have a major effect on creating inflammation in our body especially in our digestive tract Sleep loss is known to activate undesirable markers of inflammation and cell damage. I don't really know how that happens, but a lot of people who have sleep issues tend to have 
what, what they call IBD, inflammatory bowel disease. Um, and I'm just assuming, like, I've always had um, digestive issues and they're, they've been fixed right now. I had a bacteria in my stomach that I was dealing with for so long, but digestive issues are not fun. It was not fun to have that. And so I really think that when we are not getting enough sleep, our body is not resting. Our body is not able to do its job. It just needs a break. And so I want you to imagine a body that's not resting, that's not just being a body. We're not allowing it to do its job. Obviously, things are going to accumulate, and that's how problems occur in our body, um, not, not only physical, but also mental. All right, I want to go back to a point that I mentioned earlier about the difference between just like sleeping seven hours and just getting okay sleep or sleeping five hours and getting super good quality sleep. I started, let me tell you how I, I, I became obsessed with the science of sleep. I started following a, an Instagram account called Aura ring and i i read about the aura ring some somewhere because i read a lot of blogs about health and stuff like that and i read about the aura ring it's a ring it's a tracker it's not a fitness not so much a fitness tracker but it does also track your steps and stuff like that it is a tracker that tracks your sleep and breaks it down into how many hours of deep sleep did you get how many hours of REM sleep did you get and tells you basically um, how ready you are for the day. It also predicts your period. It also predicts uh, you getting sick. I think, I really don't know how it does that, but there's so much science behind it. Actually, Prince Harry has one. And I was like, oh my God. So I got myself one for my birthday and it's um, a pre-order actually. So I'm still waiting for it. Um, I'm excited. I'm so excited because sometimes as a teacher, I'm around germs all the time. If it's not a student, it's just a coworker that's sick that's present to everybody. We are in the same space and we use the same things. And so sometimes I feel under the weather and I feel like my body's a little bit warm right now. Like I'm not feeling 100%. And I end up getting sick. Or sometimes it's just really quick. Like it's like, my body wants to get sick and then I catch it and I stop it. But I think sometimes I feel super paranoid because I'm like, am I just like, do I have a low grade fever? Am I getting my period? Am I this? It's a lot. Being a woman is a lot. I swear to God. So I'm excited to get my Ura ring because I feel like it's just going to validate how I feel like, oh, okay, you're not crazy, Mina. You do have um low grade fever because it could also... um Mm, tell you like if you're getting a fever and whatnot um and since i started following them on instagram they share a lot of information about sleep and how sleep is um detrimental to our health really i think we talk about nutrition we talk about exercise which all these things are great but sleep is people are sleeping on sleep people are not having discussion about sleep and i want to start that conversation Let's talk about sleep. I want to like meet people and be like, how many hours did you sleep last night? I, 
I honestly wish I could say that. And here is why. I, like, imagine you start a conversation with a human being and you're like, how many hours did you sleep last night? If they say three, please stop talking. Please go away. Stop talking. Have a good day. Move on with your conversation to the next person. If they say, I had seven hours of sleep, go ahead, talk to them, have a conversation with them. You can even have a very deep conversation with them. I don't know. They're ready. They're ready for that convo. I just don't know. I feel like the world would be so much better if we had more conversations about sleep. I'm just saying. Um, Another benefit of getting good, good, good sleep is strengthening your memory. So when we sleep and when we get really good sleep, our our brain and mind is actually um, busy restoring memories and strengthening memories or, or retaining information. And so a lot of people that are taking tests or exams for whatever, you know, or they just want to have a full life full of memories that actually they want to remember it's it's it's, sleep is your best friend sleep sleep well and sleep more um i could sit here and talk about how sleep can affect the way we look i mean it's so obvious this is something that we all know you you don't get enough sleep and you have the darkest dark circles ever and you look like you've been through it and people can tell and it affects your skin and and it affects your the way you feel energy all of that i feel like i don't need to talk about that um next we saw we talked about improving memory and actually sleep helps you live longer people who get seven hours of sleep um are more seven to eight hours of sleep as adults are more likely to live longer than adults who get five hours of sleep. This is a scary, um, this is scary to know, I think. So I don't know, do whatever you want with this information. So in a 2010 study of women ages 50 to 79, they found that more deaths occurred in women who got less than five hours sleep per night. Um, and these women did not have any other health issues. The only thing and the only factor that they compared is their sleep. I don't know how true this is, but Harvard Health is responsible for this information. And okay, one more thing is this quote that I read somewhere about sleep. And I truly, truly loved because it resonated with me. It said, if you sleep more on the weekends, you simply aren't sleeping enough in the week. And I think this, a lot of people can, you know, can be like, can have an aha moment if you hear this, because I know a lot of people, it's not me. I promise you it's not me because I'm in these streets, like on the weekend, I'm not in, in my apartments ever. I'm outside doing things in the park, living my best life because I sleep during the week. But most people would not get good sleep during the week. And on the weekend, they're literally dead, just trying to catch up and just trying to um, sleep and play catch up with sleep that they didn't get during the week. That's not healthy. 
the key is to have some sort of balance during the week so that when the weekend comes, you're not literally just trying to stay alive. Now, I want to share with you some practices and routines that I have every single night that I incorporate in my life that help me get good quality sleep. I read a long time ago that our bedrooms should be for sleep and sex. That's it. And truly, that's, that's, a, that's a thing. I don't have TV in my room because TV means I'm more, most likely going to be watching TV late. And so I only have books in my bedroom and a candle and just good vibes, just sleepy, fresh good vibes. The ambience of your room has to help you. If your room has super bright light lighting, that's not going to help you. If your room is so warm, it's not going to help you. And how, here is why. Um, our bodies feel sleepier when it's cool. Not cold, cool. So right now it's 7 p.m. And I have my window open in my room, in my bedroom. So by the time I finish this, I could just chill a little bit, drink some tea. And by the time I go back to my bedroom, I can close the window and my room is super chill so I can cover myself. And it's perfect. <coughs> I almost do. It's a perfect environment for sleep. And also, no light, okay? Like, not completely, but just like maybe a little blue light. Amazon sells so many like cool nighttime light lighting that you could use to help you kind of like unwind and recenter after a long day. Um, also, it's important to have some form of ritual that you have every single night. Our bodies are really, really smart. Your body knows when you start to get ready for bed and it helps you produce melatonin so you can fall asleep. Now, my ritual is my alarm going off at 8.30. I know it's super early. Most people sleep like at 11. I'm not most people. I'm Amina Mizrabi. 8.30, my alarm goes off and it says, um, I have an app called Remind. And it says, it's time to unwind and do your skincare and brush your teeth. Beautiful Mina, something like that. I, I recorded that for myself. And I say that to myself every single night. So at 8.30, I know that it's time to do my skincare, get my water, and uh, brush my teeth and get into bed. By 9, 9 p.m., I'm in bed with a book, reading and drinking my water. This way, my body is never confused. Like, oh, what are we doing right now? My body knows it's time to sleep, okay? You don't have an option. Um, one thing that helps me sleep faster because people are like well so you get into bed and you sleep uh yes but one thing that helps me sleep faster is the fact that i work out i think it helps me just like be so tired but i did by the end of the day i wake up at five to go to the gym or five it depends on the day five thirty five um and so by eight thirty trust and believe that i'm ready to just not even talk to anybody like i'm ready for sleep i'm ready for bed now not everybody can wake up at five or you know 5 30 i know that that's too early but because i start work early so 
you know, whatever works for you. Maybe after work, you can stretch and you can do some yoga and you could help your body understand that it's time to um, chill and it just helps it relax, reduce anxiety from the whole day and just get to bed. Um, and if, you know, if, if you're having a hard time sleeping, I am not a doctor by any means. I don't want you to take my word for it. There are different things you could do. Like there are so many incenses that help you go to sleep. So many, um, what is it? I want to say something. Oh, I forgot the word, but, um, drops, so many drops you could put in your nose, CBD. I'm not against that. Uh, melatonin. I do have melatonin at home and I take it when I know that my body is not going to be able to sleep for whatever reason, maybe anxiety, maybe just this mind is not shutting itself off. And I have those days in which like nothing helps. Exercise doesn't help. Um, nothing helps because it's just life could be a lot sometimes, but I, I just help my body get there, whatever it takes. But at some point, you know, when you get into that routine, it just becomes easier. It might take me longer to fall asleep, a little bit longer, you know, like a half hour longer. But eventually I do fall asleep and I sleep well and I wake up. Um, I kind of want to give you guys an update later when I get my aura ring in the mail and tell you, you know, maybe just share my experience with the aura ring. Is it helping me sleep better? How is it helping you know, affect the quality of my life because I'm hoping that it does. Um, there is like a warranty on it. If you don't love it in three months, you can return it. So no big deal. We'll see what, you know, if it makes any difference in the way I feel. I hope that this podcast was just a reminder of how important sleep is because I know you know this, but sometimes we just need to be reminded of things that we already know because we just you know, we keep going and going and going and we sometimes need to just reset and stop. And so one thing that I maybe I, I could encourage you to do is think of your nighttime ritual and nighttime bed routine. What does that look like? And what could you add to it? Maybe you could get the app. It's, it's a free app called Remind. Let me double check that it's called Remind. Um, let me double check because I... Don't want to give you the wrong information. Yes, it's called Remind and it's free right here. So maybe you could download the app and record yourself saying to yourself, it's time to get up, it's time to read your book and put your phone away. Because trust me, being on your phone, the, the light on your phone is not helping you fall asleep. That's probably the number one reason why you're unable to fall asleep. And just... Just try whatever, trial and error until you find your routine and you find your ritual and you try to get your seven to eight hours of sleep. And I know for a fact, I know that it will affect your life positively. Before I leave, I just want to share with you what I'm reading right now because we talked about reading in bed, which puts me to sleep. Currently, I'm reading a book that my friend gifted me. Um... It's such a beautiful book. I want to say it's an easy read, but it's also a deep read. I don't know how to explain it. it. It's beautiful. It's called, it's a long, 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 long title. Consolations, the solace, nourishment, and underlining meaning of everyday words. So let me give you a little 
Okay, so there are so many words like alone, ambition, anger, beauty, beginning, close, confession, courage, crisis, denial, despair, pain, love, gratitude, so many different words. And every word is explained thoroughly by this amazing poet, actually, David White. Um, I think he's a poet. And even though this is prose and in forms of a paragraph, but it's very poetic, it's very beautiful. And I feel like it's just like a hug at night. So yeah, this is what I'm reading right now. And mostly what I read at night is just poetry because I like to write and I like to read people's writings and get inspired. So maybe um, if you follow me on Instagram, style write repeat, you can share with me what you're reading right now. And if you're not reading anything, what could you um, start reading at night to help you fall asleep faster? Thank you so much for listening to me today. I really hope you get a beautiful, beautiful night of sleep tonight. It's 7 o'clock here, so I just have a couple hours until bed. And I'm ready, actually. It's been a long, long, long day. So I know today is going to be one of those delicious sleep days. And I'm very much looking forward to that. Again, thank you so much, friends, for spending some time with me. Love and light, Mina.